Right, well, it's 18 minutes to 9 on the morning flavor. We have to look at this one before the year ends because it's an ongoing issue. It always happens. You lend someone money, and now when it comes to them paying you back, it is a problem, and things get awkward. Sometimes relationships end, and people often say money is evil, money Mm. ends relationships. I think it's more about the people and the behavior Yes. when it comes to issues around money, not necessarily those poor notes with Madiba and the likes Mm, on them. mm, mm. So the question is, how do you get to a point where you can ask for your money back without making things awkward? And and where do we begin? First of all, is it a matter of saying there are people that you're prepared to lend money to and there are people that you're not? And are you able to be strict, not just to friends and colleagues, but even to family? It's hard to say no to family, guys. eh? But shouldn't you lay, lay out terms and conditions before you even hand over this money? Oh, and you know when somebody's asking you for money mm. and they have tears in their eyes? Yeah. Are you going to be that person that lays out terms and conditions? Of course I would. I'm wow, the general. Brutal. Or they let you know how desperately they need the money and also at the same time, you know, reassure you that the money will be paid at a certain time or in a certain way. It happens. It's, it's mm. very difficult to say no to family. Just don't be bragging to me a couple of months later that you bought something fancy because then, you know, I'll strip myself. What if they got it on credit? Still not their money. <laughs> People's lives can't stop because they owe you money. But they need to pay you back. Exactly. They, need to pay, yeah. they need to do the honorable thing. All right. Well, let's uh, bring in our ever so excellent psychologist, life coach and personal change catalyst, Dr. Tepi Soma Tenji. Good morning, Doc. Good morning, family. How are you going? Hey, well, doctor. We are great. Thank you, family. I'm glad you mentioned family because so often when money is being lent or borrowed within and around the family, I find it's more problematic than if it's friends and colleagues. Why is it so awkward to have these conversations, doctor, when you're owed money and now you want it back? Because you are finally asserting yourself when it comes to money. Um, Self-assertion is a very difficult thing, especially with close family members, people who are significant Mm. to Mm. us. Mm. Because you are actually saying my needs, what I want right now in this moment, surpasses what you wanted when I borrowed you the money. And the fact that I gave you the money and you've used it all in as much as you wanted to, it's not time to pay up. And I no longer care about the situation, I care about mine. But you are uncomfortable also telling the other person that I do not care about you. I am elevating my needs about you. Mm. You still want to maintain the relationship and say, you know, I still love you, I still care for you, I understand what you're going through, but my needs right now are more in, in immediate priority mm. over yours. And a lot of us struggle uh, with, with, with self-assertion when it comes to money. So later on, I hope in a few minutes, we'll talk about the discomfort of self-assertion when it comes to money. But one of the questions that I was posed is, how do I begin this conversation? Mm. And bottom line, money is a very uncomfortable, it's a very taboo conversation. You can't have it in public. You can't wait for the Christmas function to say, when I tell you, we owe you money, I want my money back. Mm-hmm. You can't wait while we're busy having fun for you to bring up the topic. So you need to create a safe environment where I can now tell you, based on what I see, based on what I hear, and how it makes me feel, the fact that you haven't paid my money. Can I see you buying those Louis Vuitton uh, bags and, and, and whatever? And I see you living the high life. Whether it is a credit or not, uh, uh, Mo, it doesn't matter. Right now, I feel <laughs> that I need my money mm. back. Mm. So when I focus on how I, what I am seeing and what, how I am feeling and what I am hearing, I am owning those things. I'm not attacking you. I'm expressing it from my perception and my experience. And that lived experience is, value, is valuable 
whether you can agree with me or not, it is my lived experience and it's what I'm witnessing. And I want the money now and I need it to be to be to be paid. And what Owen said earlier that you actually have to talk now about the terms and conditions. Because one of the things about this conversation is that when you do not speak about how you feel and how you're experiencing this, it ends up contaminating the relationship. Mm. And it contaminated to the level where I no longer can regard you as my friend. I'm no longer comfortable with you. I'm not paying attention what you're eating, what you're ordering, where you're doing, what you're wearing. Mm. And when in fact in the beginning it was just innocent and we could relate easily. So when we go on, we have to look at how it makes me feel as a person, how it makes us feel as in our, in our relationship uh, as, as, as individuals, but also what happens to our relationship going forward because we need to redefine the terms of repayment. Now let's mm. go back to the first part that we talked about, mm. the discomfort of self-assertion when it comes to money. Mm. That's where the big thing is because that is about you being assertive as a person and you feeling discomfort with telling people, hang on, this is my line, you've crossed my line and I want you to be able to pay up for me. Hmm. Sure, Doctor, is it a s- safe to assume that the person who owes you money and says nothing um, misses all the deadlines that they had initially set when they needed the money? Is it safe to assume that they don't value the, the friendship or the relationship that they have with you because of their subsequent you know, inaction when they now have um, to, to pay you back? Not all the time. With some people, yes. And you would know because of, um, I owe you money, I owe Owen money, I owe more money. By some accident, you all find out that I've been borrowing money from all of you. Mm. And once I've, I've borrowed money from you, I run away. Then you would know that Sipis is a serial borrower, right? Mm. And she's also a serial liar because if she takes from one person to go and pay the other one. Mm. Then you would know that this person doesn't really value in a relationship. But there are cases where people ducking and are ducking and diving that commitment to pay you money based on the deadline. But they do value you. And that is why I'm talking about having the conversation about contaminating the, the relationship, not undervaluing it, not breaking it, not tearing it apart, not violating it, but the contaminating it. And I don't have a way of saying it in English beyond contamination, but in and I apologize, but I'm not swearing. You know, uh, but that basically means you are, you're, you're putting what? thing in the well. You know, you're you're spoiling the well. So you can't drink from that well anymore because you've contaminated Because the well is spoiled, exactly. The world is spoiled. Mm. So you want to be able to indicate to the person that you want to come back to this well. Like, you value me, pal, in your life. Mm. I value in my life. I want you to be able to come back to me when you need it. I also want to come back to you when I need help. But the way things have happened with this money, it's contaminated the well and I need us to create up so that we can always rely on each other. So let's not assume and jump to the extreme. Yeah. I mean, one of the things, Doc, and we'll take calls because we—it's very important for us to get some experiences in. Oh eight nine double one zero double three double seven. You can call us and share your experiences. Maybe you're struggling to get your money back. I—I I, I can relate to this totally because people always ask me for money. There's this assumption that I've got truckloads of it, and even if I do, it's mine. But mm. the fact of the matter is, people never pay me back, and it completely just—you know—it really just kills me because. It's not necessarily about the value of the money. It's about mm. the principle. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. sometimes I feel bad for maybe knowing a person's situation that they just simply don't have it and still being the one to say, no, but where's my money? Yeah. Now, it's a genuine conflict within me. How do I navigate that conflict? 
Look, um, I don't know if you're taking the course right now, but you are you are highlighting more something that has to do with your own intrapersonal issues, right? And that conversation you need to sort it out before you're going to ask money back from 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 Pearl, because of Pearl, if she really knows you, she'll be able to press the button that makes you feel even more resentful or even more guilty for asking mm-hmm. the money, which be based on whatever it is her personality is and how she values or how she sees your relationship with with him with her. So some of us. We, we, we reveal a lot to the extent that because of we are closely related to people, we are uncomfortable with making them uncomfortable. And mm. they have figured it out that you will overextend mm. yourself mm. For, the, for the value of having me in your life. So mm. basically, you need me more than I need you. So I can actually string you along or give you my reasons. And mm. I know that ah, you're not very assertive. Mm. And after a while, you'll bow down and allow me to go on. And then it will start with a thousand and now very soon it's 10,000. Mm. But I, you know, because of, you know, you always... Uh, are not able to push back when I say, no, I don't have the money right now. Mm. So sort yourself out, because of, it's not just about you teaching me that uh, uh, I'll do want my money back and I'm accepting myself. Mm. It mm. also has to do with your other aspects of your life where you are either comfortable or uncomfortable with being able to push back and you give yourself an out in a way that does not empower you. Now, mm. remember, we're talking about personal mastery. Mm. You have to be able to deal with the discomfort of pushing back when people are actually going against what makes you feel okay as a person, mm. what your boundaries are. Mm. Doctor, we'll pause for now. 089-110-3377. I see the lines are flashing, so we'll get straight into this. In a moment, we'll take your calls. All right, at six minutes to nine, we have The Bridge on standby. LKG, Dineo Somizi, they'll be on from nine to 12. But we continue with personal mastery, and this is where we'd love to hear from you. We're looking at the awkwardness of asking someone to pay you back and you know, just navigating through those issues. And quite frankly, the more closer you are to people, I just find the more complicated things become. We do have Dr. Tepisoma Tenji on the line. So let's go straight to Kharankua. We have Soli on the line. Soli, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well, Soli. What is your story? My brother, you know, when it comes to borrowing people money, ne? I hmm. give everyone money if they ask for money. The problem is when they have to borrow you money, it's another story. Mm. And then when, it, when you have to give them, they go like, no, i uh, just going to bring it, uh, this money next week, Monday or so, so. Because they will only have the date. So when they bring it back, because I have my neighbor now, ne? she borrowed 500 bucks. Mm. I was in Midbank, I, I told my fiancé to give her money. Mm. We gave her money, uh, it stayed with her for six weeks. We didn't complain about it, that's fine, that's what she want to do. When she eventually brought the money back, we gave her that 500 right back. Like, so sorry, you need this more than we do. So that is for you not borrow from us anymore. That's mm-hmm. my way of saying, do not come back. Sure. <laughs> Doctor, yeah. what's your that's response to... <laughs> what's your response to Soli, Doc? I love what Soli said. <laughs> the point is, <laughs> however way you have done it, I'm making the point that this door is closed. And that is another way of self-assertion. If now it doesn't define the rules of engagement going forward. Oh. You should do it nicely. I don't, I don't, no, don't be rude. Nice in the nice. Yeah, very nice. Thank yes. you. Uh, I appreciate it, my sister, but if you need this more than I do, you can have it. It's fine. She's not going to come back again. I bet never. Sure. Thanks for that call, Soli. Um, we don't all have that in us, do we, uh, Doc? Especially with family. You know, neighbor, okay. You're not really bonded by blood or anything. But with family, it's hard, Doc. Honestly, yeah. it's hard to yeah. pull that on, on family. 
Um, look, we are the, the the show more is personal mastery. There is nothing that we are talking about on this show on this show that is not hard. And if you are not willing to grow and develop as a person, that will be the reason that you that you disengage out of situations because mm-hmm. they are hard. So let's deal with it because we know it is hard. It is uncomfortable. It is also uncomfortable because when you are in a position where you are borrowing somebody money, you are actually, when you look at um, uh, um, ego state therapy, right, and people can go and read about transactional analysis, you're actually like in the parent role. You're like the one taking care of somebody. You're fulfilling somebody's needs because they need it from you. Mm. But when you're going to come back and say, I want my money back, you're also looking at it from the perspective of your own needs and you're hoping to have an adult conversation with this person. When I'm wanting, I'm wanting to have a rational conversation where you look at the facts, you look at the consequences, you look at how we relate to each other going on, and the fact that, no, this is my line, and I need us to engage at that level. But that person is still seeing themselves as the child that you have, as the parent, in a parent you think. Mm. So they're still in the child, you could say, no, but I'm not okay. They give you a whole lot of reasons. And you are uncomfortable because you've shifted from that position. You're now in the adult mode. And you can't go into, yeah, but then I have to pull in. Some of us go into a space of lamenting. It doesn't matter. As you said it more, yes, it's my mind. Yes, I make more money than you, but right now, I want the money back. It, I don't in, have to go the into the monologue yeah. of, hey, Linda, I have problems. Hey, Lynn. No, no, exactly. no, I don't need to go there. Exactly. I need to focus on the facts of the moment that right now, I know you're uncomfortable. I know you still need the money, but right now, I need it more. And my needs are surpassing yours, and let's have this conversation. Otherwise, it's going to contaminate the world. I, I have a lot of work to do, but let's go to Loazi in Midran. Loazi, good morning. Hi, how are you? Very well, thank you, Loazi. Please go um, ahead. Good, too. Yeah, um, also, I've got two stories. Well, I've got many stories, but I'm just going to point out two. So, with me, I had this uh, friend of mine at first. So, every month, like, towards the month, and used to borrow money to say, hey, Lois in Tang, I have been my and stuff. So, every time I borrow him money, it's always a hassle and a struggle to get my money back. So, this one time, I just kept quiet, and that was the last time that he actually came back to me to say, can you please borrow money again? Because now, mm, you know, mm, since mm. he is still owing me the previous money. Sure, sure, And sure. then, um, with my other guy also, uh, we went to the same school with, we from the same hood. So he came to Jovic looking for Hispani, and when he gets here, because he only knew me, so I went out and, you know what, I'm going to get you a flat to rent and blah, 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 for one month, though. Then the, after that, you're going to see yourself out. And then the guy came in, worked for six months, and then um, all he ever did was to take me out for drinks. And when I asked for money, he said, no, but bro, you're working and you're earning more than me. So, <laughs> yeah. Look, uh, I have to bring uh, Dr. Matenchi here. We literally have one minute. Is, is this because we are not raised well, doctor? Why about to tell us all? What are you doing hanging around Lebatawatella? What are you doing hanging around All right, Lois, listen over the radio, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to put it out there that what about Ella, because mm-hmm. that aggravates the situation. And, and then when you're looking at emotional intelligence, you don't want to get to a place where you're going into a situation where you're going to set yourself by being aggressive uh, and, and, and creating conflict. That's not, that's not necessary. You can still mm-hmm. be assertive without doing that. Mm-hmm. Now, some of us, 
it's, uh, the discomfort comes from the fact that our own relationship with money and the emotions that underpin the way we relate to money is a problem. Our own money habits are, are a problem. So in the way that I borrow money and in the way that I ask my money back, sometimes it's a lesson for us to reflect a bit. Look at your patterns of the different people who've borrowed money and the struggles you have had of how to get that money back and how you relate to that person afterwards when they haven't paid you back. Because that might also highlight areas where you need to grow as a person and then go and investigate your own money archetype. Mm-hmm. You know, you're right, Doctor. And the one thing that um, is really um, quite clear is is that it's going to be difficult, but don't run away from that difficulty. Take it head on because we've got to find ways to manage with these kinds of situations because they just don't simply go away. We yeah. are going to constantly have family, constantly have colleagues and friends. So let's not run away. It's difficult, yes, but yeah. let's acknowledge that. And I think that's one thing that I do take from uh, Dr. Matenchi today. Yeah, and I think for me, what I take away is that, you know, we need to stop getting to a point, and I'll say this for myself, and I think I've got a lot of work to do in this regard. Um, we, we need to stop sacrificing self for others when we know that, you know, uh, we can't. Mohoma don't have the money to borrow you, but now I'll go and sacrifice something that I'd been saving up for or something that I would planned on doing with the money just so that you can have it. Um, I've got a lot. I've got a lot of work to do to set those boundaries and, and to mean it when I say I don't have or I can't help right now. Mm. Dr. Matenchi, we appreciate you as always. Thank you so much and enjoy your week. Thank you so much. Have a good oh, weekend, guys. You Bye-bye. stressed me for the week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel kind of liberated, actually. Like, it's okay to say no. I feel like I need to ask for money now. And like, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm having that internal battle. The answer is no. Mm. Um, thank <laughs> you very much for tuning in. We are done. It is uh, nine o'clock uh, and we have the bridge up next. Good morning. Good day. And, and good, good vibes. vibes.